Hey gang, here we are. It's season 14. This is the first episode of the season for Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders making the team. We start episode one with an opening montage that contains spoilers. We can already see people that have made it into training camp. I can't remember them doing this in the past. And frankly, I was a little annoyed by it. I kind of like to be surprised. I try to go through the entire season without spoilers. And I realized they didn't show us who made the team. But I was a little bummed to see people that we already know are going to make it into training camp before the episode even begins. But there it is. We have a new opening this season, a new music. It's season 14, so it's kind of weird to have new music in season 14. I'm totally cool with them redoing the opening every few years. I think that's totally fine. But I have to admit, at first listen, I don't like the new music. I like the old one just fine, but perhaps it will grow on me as the season goes on. So Kelly starts off the season talking about it's the most demanding audition in the entertainment industry. So before she's always said this is the biggest dance audition or this is the biggest audition in cheerleaders, but now it's the most demanding audition in entertainment history. I think that's a little over dramatic, but okay. So very first person that we see back, we see Meredith from last season is back. So Meredith was Kelly's favorite from day one last year. And at the final round, people felt like she just looked kind of sleepy, like she didn't have a lot of energy. So she didn't make it into training camp. So she's back this year and she's got darker hair. I don't know if the darker hair really looks good on her or not. I do remember last year she basically had joined some kind of a magic show. She had a, she had definitely great techniques. So it'll be interesting to see if she has more power this year. So they show the ladies getting ready and Kelly says that the DCC look is soft glamour and that it's not overdone. Really? Because they always seem to be really over the top, in my opinion. Like a lot of makeup. Like I remember her getting on to, I think it was uh, Brittany Alessandro's one season because she didn't have any makeup on at all. You've got to look like a cheerleader all the time. So soft glamour. Okay, maybe this is like a Texas style soft glamour. Anyway, we get our first intro. And this is Kat, who is from North Carolina. And she's got the uh, Valley Girl voice uh, going on like Mia Greenhouse did years ago. And she was a gold duster for UNC Charlotte. Then she was on the Hornets pro team for basketball. And she brings up a bunch of race stuff, which is interesting, I guess, um, different. Also not something that you would think that someone with Valley Girl accent would bring up. And I can say that because I'm black as well. But okay, anyway, she's beautiful, gorgeous, of course, I love her hair. And so I think she's definitely somebody we're gonna see for a while. And of course, if you saw the opening montage, you know exactly whether or not we see her further on or not. So they move on to the judges and we've got our usual suspects and we've got one new judge this year. So she's apparently taking the place of Nick Flores, who was there 
last year and then there was like a guy from entertainment tonight that was there for a couple of years too so i guess there's like one floating judge role so i've never heard of charm ladonna before usually i have heard of some of these really hot choreographers because either they've been on so you think you could dance or they've been a choreographer for some of the dance movies i'm not familiar with her they say that she's megan trainer's choreographer and that she used to dance for madonna and i can say madonna's dancers are fabulous like she has some really amazing amazing dancers there was a reality show on e years ago that followed some random dancers and um one of them was one of madonna's dancers but anyway so she's new this year which i think is kind of cool because at least we have another black female judge on the panel in addition to brenda who is like the judge from hell every single season so i'm glad to have somebody else to maybe kind of balance her out so kelly says they have 30 returning vets holy cow this is the biggest season there was one season i think they had maybe 28 which was a lot but 30 is insane because on <laughs> only giving 36 people on the team and last year they actually tried to have more than 36 people and charlotte said no so that leaves six spots assuming everybody makes it which i've seen every single season of baking the team and i can only remember one season where everybody made it back so just about always you lose a person or two but even so i mean you're talking about maybe eight spots so it's going to be a rough year and you know that the people coming in are going to be even better than the years that they've been before because every year the talent just gets more and more amazing so we get an, an a feature here with Amanda, who uh, I'm just going to call her Wavy Blonde right now until I get her name because she has a, a very normal, like regular name. I'm not going to remember that. So Wavy Blonde, great abs. She moved to LA and was on a pilot of some show called Chance to Dance and it wasn't picked up. Interesting. Um, she had a brother with Down's syndrome who died at three. And so that was sad and she cries and... So anyway, she, she certainly looks like she's got potential. She's certainly got the DCC look. So they talk about the first day of auditions. So this is the preliminary round. And so the DCC audition is preliminaries, semifinals, and finals. So it's three different phases. And then you get in a training camp. So the preliminary round, they get 90 seconds to freestyle. And they have all of these different preparatory classes leading up to DCC auditions start months and months ahead of time and so they'll teach them little combinations that they could do in the freestyle portion so that they could sort of show that they have that DCC style of course they're also encouraged to just basically show what they got so you see a lot of people doing fuetes and high kicks and splits and all kind of stuff and Kelly mentions here that they've got this amazing lineup of choreographers coming this year. So they have Travis Wall coming back and he was there last year, which when Travis Wall came last year, I was like, whoa, like that's a really big deal. And like Travis Wall is huge in the contemporary dance community, especially I watched So You Think You Can Dance back in the day and Travis was on there as a contestant and then he came back as a choreographer and it's been a huge choreographer for them over the years as well too so but they're also gonna have Tice who also is from So You Think You Can Dance he won an Emmy or two on that show and then Cheryl Burke of Dancing with the Stars fame is also going to be there as a choreographer as well too so I'm really looking forward to seeing what they're going to bring this year they show a clip 
after Kelly gives them the obligatory welcome to DCC auditions at the stadium. They show a clip of Lexi's wedding <laughs> and she's got Savannah and Madeline and Alexis all being her bridesmaids. And Kelly's on this whole thing about sisterhood and how you're gonna, these people that you meet today, you're gonna be in your wedding and you know, blah, 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 gag, gag, gag. <laughs> Okay, so we're getting ready now to start with the auditions. We have 17 judges. Very interestingly, no Charlotte this year. So I don't know if she's just not gonna be at the preliminary rounds or if she's not gonna be at the whole thing. So it'll be kind of interesting. I, I personally don't, I have nothing against Charlotte. Like some people on the forums like give Charlotte a really hard time, be it her wardrobe, be it the fact that she's just naturally very thin. I don't have a problem with Charlotte. I just don't understand really a lot of times why she's there. She doesn't have a dance background that I'm aware of. So I just kind of always prefer that she could like leave it to like Kelly and Judy and the people that know that kind of thing. But she's definitely not here today. So then we have like a little check-in from Lily, who I have to I'll be honest, until I saw her name pop up, I did not recognize her from last year because they talk about okay we've got people that are coming back and I'm like who's this chick she looks older to me like I don't know there's something about her face maybe she's just tan too much she just didn't look fresh so but anyway she's back uh Taylor I she was here last season and she did not remember the me too movement and so that like pretty much did her in she and the fact that they're training that day Media training was with Brenda, again, who is savage. And so she did not last long in that, but she's back. So we will see if she can make it through. Kristen from last year is back also. I really loved her last year. Uh, if you remember her, she did the sign language. She was called into the office a lot. They really, really gave her a hard time last year and she did not make it. Uh, she looks great this year. Like she just looks happier and more bubbly or something. They mentioned that she looks more bubbly. I also think her boobs look kind of bigger too, but I probably don't remember exactly what she looks like last year um, from the bottom down. But, um, but yeah, I, I just, that just kind of, it just kind of stood out to me a little bit. And then Melina is back, oh my gosh. So I knew she was back because the Instagram, I follow DCC Chillers on Instagram and they posted pictures from auditions back in May and Melina was in some of those pictures and I was like, oh no, because, and they show here on this episode, Melina's full meltdown and Kelly was not shy about the fact that she didn't leave really great last year. So I don't know how excited she is to see her back. Melissa Rycroft is excited to see her back. She really loved her. So it'll be interesting to see how she does this year because the whole thing last year was, you know, she had that breakdown the very first day in the office because she, while she was on the Jets flight crew, she was benched because she could not get the choreography down but yet she goes to try out for DCC, which has this very complicated choreography. And then the crazy thing with Melina last season, she had this great job, at least it sounded like a great job, at one of those universities. I don't know if it's Texas Tech or, no, not Texas Tech, that's on Dallas. It was SMU. Somewhere nearby, she had this like recruiting job of something. And basically her employer gave her an ultimatum, like either you take this job seriously or you need to quit. 
So she quit because she decided that DCC was more important than this job. And I was like, oh, oh my God, I was horrified. I think everybody on the forums last year was horrified. I think Kelly and Judy were like, um, well, if we didn't think you could make it, we wouldn't let you make such a bad decision. And we're all going, there's no way she's making this team. And of course she didn't make the team. I don't know what she's been doing for a living for the last 12 months. Maybe though we'll get to that. But that was, that was just really crazy last year. But anyway, she's back. And of course, Victoria is back. We all knew Victoria Kalina would be back a second season. It's hard to really get a good, like, feeling about Victoria, like to root for her or, or not because she was just so annoying last year. She was just, it's her personality is just kind of grating on TV. Her mom is kind of the same way. She was in the office a lot last year. She was very dramatic. And it was just very polarizing from the start because there was a, a judge that just clearly was not a huge fan of her, whereas Kelly and Charlotte were like in love with the gal. So I really hope that she comes back and she's better. I'd be shocked if she doesn't make it. She had weight issues last year. She seems still to be a little soft in the middle to me, even though Kelly says that she's more toned. I don't know. We'll see. Dallas Stars chick is also back. I think her name is Maddie. I wasn't a fan last year. I'm still not a fan. Her hair is longer this year. It doesn't look better though. I just feel like she needs to move on. Uh, she danced for some kind of hockey team, if I remember correctly. And then we've got a lot of Mavs dancers. They have this whole montage of people saying that they're Mavs dancers. We get one feature from them. Her name is Julie. She's 25. Says she is a traffic anchor on TV and that she was on the University of Texas Palm Squad that she made finals two years ago. Didn't make it, so she went and danced with the Mavs and she's been dancing with them for two years and has gotten some more experience. She plans on taking some time off from her job. Here we go again, people quitting their job for this for this job where you make, you know, like 100 bucks a game or something like that. No, I think they make 250 a game now. And they get paid like a little for practices. But this is not a full-time gig. Like this is not going to pay your bills. I think even like Kashera, who just retired, I think her parents still had to like give her money so that she could make it. These Those past four years she was on the team. So, okay, whatever. Um, so then we get to Kat officially. And Judy's like, oh, she's a standout already. She's ready to go over the table. <laughs> which is a really kind of funny moment. And um, it's funny because I know the last couple of standouts on day one, at least that Kelly has liked, have not done well. Last year it was, it was the chick who I mentioned earlier. What was her name? Yeah, Meredith. Meredith, she really liked on day one. And of course she didn't make it to training camp. And then the year before that, it was Brianna, the little 18 year old who could not kick that Kelly just fell in love with. She went to training camp, was in training camp way too long. And Kelly was just like, oh, I'm just never going to see her again. And we haven't. And that's okay. She wasn't built to be a DCC. But I'm just saying that being a standout on day one isn't necessarily a guarantee for success. Then we get a montage of all the captains that are there. We had a ton of captains last year. I was captain of this Palm Squad, this dance team, this blah, 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 blah. So we get a lot of those again. And then we have this very interesting person. Her name is Kina. And she's 41. So I'm trying to think in the past if we've had anybody like even in like their 30s, maybe Natalie Woods, the first couple of seasons of the show, I think maybe she was 30. They 
they you don't see a lot of 30 year olds audition for the first time like sometimes people will come in in their late 20s and then they'll cheer for four or five years and so they end up being 30 31 ish or 33 when they retire but to come in at 41 is very bold she certainly doesn't look 41 and i'll give her that she actually very interestingly tried out in 2004 so right before making the team started they do have some like clips from her though and but since then she got married she had two kids and got a doctoral degree and saw that this was kind of like still on her like bucket list and so she came back and decided to try it again so kudos to her i think her dance is too weak but um i really as i was watching this i was hoping that they would at least pass her on to the semifinals just to see if she would do the choreography and then we get another feature from gina marie who is our standard high school student who hasn't graduated yet she's talking about missing some kind of senior dinner is this a texas thing we didn't have a senior dinner but anyway she was inspired by lacy who also just recently retired after five years and she made the team at 18 and so she certainly looks promising they certainly like to have um one or two young people make the squad you remember you know abigail klein in the past and megan sharp they made the team very young and then we get our usual montage of bad auditions. And Melissa says that uh, the sexy face was like the thing that she was like, I can't see this anymore. It reminded me of a few seasons when ago, several seasons ago at this point, when Kelsey, I guess was her first year and they called her into the office and they were like, do not open your mouth. Like, that's not cute. And she was like, oh, well, I saw some of the other girls doing it and I thought it was kind of cute and I was doing it in the mirror. And they were like, no, it's not for you. <laughs> So, but yeah, they, Melissa was like a no more sexy face. So then they have like a little round table of the six returnees who are coming back from last season. So again, that's Lily, Taylor, Victoria, Melina, Kristen, and I'm missing somebody, but that's six people right there. So all of them can't make the squad, right? Because then there would be nobody else that would be making it from this rookie class. So I'm expecting for some of these girls to get cut and not even make training camp again, but we shall see, we shall see. So then we get the little uh, round table with Kelly and Judy and Melissa and Charm. So usually this is Kelly and Judy and Charlotte going through the the pictures with the judges votes on them. And Kelly always bills this as the, we just wanna make sure we don't miss anybody. and. I never really know what exactly this is. I'm sure that they have people that they've flagged ahead of time that they've either seen through the prep classes or I know in the past Kelly's mentioned getting recommendations from certain people. And so I think that's really what this is. It's just to kind of go through and, and put people through that maybe the judges didn't care for um, or maybe not put people through that maybe the judges did like if they for some other reason decide that they that they're not a fan so melissa says here that she's honored to be in the room that she's made it to this point and so i thought it was cool actually to have her in charm have their their feedback here especially charm who's this is her first year doing auditions whereas melissa's been doing it now for maybe four or five seasons and of course kelly and judy have been doing it forever so um, Kelly did make a remark here about Victoria saying that she'd hoped that she'd come back stronger. Interesting. 
And they also talk about a girl named Madeline who Kelly just realized was a legacy and that she had shared with her mom that they didn't know that beforehand, which is interesting. I would have thought they would have known all the legacies. Like, I don't know. I, I, I just figured there was like a, a DCC alumni Facebook group <laughs> or something. Um, and then they they do kind of come to this, this cute little point where they get to Amanda and everybody's like, oh, I loved Amanda. And Judy's like, I didn't have her a yes for her. And they're all like, why? And she was like, oh, this is a mistake. And Kelly's like, well, this is why we do this because we don't want to lose anybody. So, and then there's also this little cute segment where they're talking to Charm about how they talk in Texas and, um, and, and trying to get Charm to tell them cool words. And Kelly's like, so is dope still a thing? Charm's like, no, people don't really say dope anymore. <laughs> and so Kelly's like, okay, well here in Texas, we say the cow ate the cabbage. She's like, what? She tries to explain like what that means. I've never heard cow ate the cabbage before. So maybe that's a thing. I don't know. But anyway, they go from about 400 auditionaries down to 101 girls. And the only notable person that gets a no is the 41 year old mom, Kina. Judy said that she gave her a yes just because she was so impressed, but she obviously didn't have enough to get through. And so we have our group that is going to be ready to come back for semifinals. So I know some people don't love having the prelims and the semifinals in separate episodes. They kind of prefer for them to be combined together. It doesn't really bother me. I feel like they did a better job with it this year than last year. I feel like last year it did kind of drag, but I thought this episode really flowed really well and I really enjoyed it. I'm just so excited that it's back. I plan on recording these podcasts on Monday. So I don't have CMT. So I typically watch via Voodoo. So I'm at the mercy of whenever Voodoo comes out with the episode. Usually they do uh, about a day behind. So the show's airing on Fridays this season, I believe. And so they, I'm, I usually look at the show on Saturday or Sunday. So this week I watched it on Sunday night and I'm recording it here on Monday night. So that's my goal is to get it out then. I may at some point add a, a co-host or maybe just have a kind of a, a revolving door of, of opinions from other people, but I would love to get some feedback from you guys. And I know we've got a lot of DCC making the team fans out there and I've been wanting a podcast on the show. So I just thought I'd create my own. So you can get in touch with me via Twitter at DCC podcast or via email at DCC podcast at gmail.com. So until next week, keep kicking.